You're listening to the Solidarity Podcast. We're your hosts, Natalia Esteves and Matthew Ondeo. So last episode, we we touched based on like the general aspects of the patriarchy. However, this episode, we would like to cover more of the racial aspects of it. So in these racial aspects, we can talk about the economic portion of it, such as minority women are paid less or at a disproportion to white women and men, such as wage gaps. Yeah, so the wage gaps for Latinx women, a Latinx woman may be paid 55 cents for every dollar a white man is paid. A Native American woman will be paid 60 cents for every dollar paid to a white man. A black woman will be paid 63 cents for every dollar paid to a white male. Asian American women will be paid 87 cents for every dollar paid to a white man. And these wage gaps not only can be seen in workplace, but it can also be seen in a legal aspect, such as the suffrage movement. And white women gained the, gained the right to vote way before women of color did. So this success against the patriarchy was only a success for the majority rather than the minority. So women of color still pay the repercussions of this white feminist movements and these battles against patriarchy slowly start to leave women of color out of the picture. And you can see this in girl boss movements, such as white feminists saying, oh, women can do anything and everything, but women of color still are seen or not represented in these movements because they have these societal disadvantages. And we can also see this in like white allies who sympathize rather than empathize. So they can claim that, oh, I understand you. I know that it's hard. I'm a woman too. I haven't gotten this job. But then as a, me, a woman of color, I can say, well, yeah, you didn't get this job, but I didn't get this job because I am of color. I didn't get this job because I live in this community, but you live in that community. So you can go to this school or you can go to this college, you can get in this job. And then another reason we can see, another way we can see this is like white explaining how like, oh, you're having, you're experiencing this problem because of this, not because of the racial aspects of it. You're experiencing this problem because of, oh, you didn't work hard enough or, oh, you didn't reach for that certain thing, but they're not truly, like, again, they're not empathizing, they're just sympathizing, like, oh, mate, yeah, that's tough, try harder. And then we can also see this as a, the white savior type of um, aspect, like, oh, you're, you're struggling, let me help you, but they're not really helping, like, connected to the girl boss movements, like, oh, let's uplift women, but you're not really uplifting me, you're just showcasing yourself as a white feminist, as claiming that oh, I'm here to help, but really I'm just here to make myself look better. And from these societal impacts, women of color then need to consider their impact on their possible kids. If I choose to have a kid, I'm gonna raise them in a certain way. I'm not gonna raise it to, I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna raise my kid the same way as my white friend will raise their kid or their daughter or their son. And so from this, it comes a, there's a different comparison between motherhood from white women and women of color. Women of color have to consider a, the race talk as I can and assume you and me both have had that talk of how we're going to have to approach someone and white mothers will never have that. Well, they will never understand that white privilege and even the privilege in the patriarchy. And this racial aspect of the patriarchy can date back all the way to slavery. And to quote from a study from UPenn, white women accord, accorded some degree of respect and protection to white women who were their wives, their mothers, their daughters, and sisters. White patriarchs, however, owe nothing to their female slaves who were denied even the status of women. So from this, black women, black mothers reproduced from the patriarchy, but gained, gained nothing from it. So from that meaning that um, black mothers, Latinx, woman, Latinx mothers have to 
raise their children in a way that's fits the that fits the image of the patriarchy that fits the image of the white patriarchy white white mothers can just raise their kids oh be successful gain a lot of money go to this college and you'll be good but from our perspective my mom has taught me like oh you can do this and this but you still have to keep in mind that there's going to be people that will say oh you can't really do this or you can't get this job because um you're just not fit for it we don't we don't we don't want you in this certain role and from that we have to also see how that fits in our society like in police brutality and how oh white mo- white mothers don't teach their kids how to address a cop but black mothers latinx mothers and other minorities have to teach their children oh speak in this way or act this way so that you can come home and so Again, to quote from the UPenn study, black mothers must bear the incredible task of guarding their children's identity against innumerable messages that brand them as less human. So black mothers then have to fear that their child won't be heard or recognized, especially if that daughter was at fault of a white man. And to just show an example of this, Breonna Taylor, in the BLM movements that we were seeing in the summer, she was getting recognition, but there was no action about it, or there was limited action about it. But then when we see George Floyd, and I don't want to make the competition between the oppressed, I don't want to say, oh, they, I don't want to make a competition. I am just simply stating like that women of color are often more than not recognized. They are often shadowed whenever they experience some kind of racism or bigotry or something like that. But black men, because of the fact that they're men, they're put at a higher pedestal. And that pedestal may not be that high because then again, they are people of color, but they are just put at a higher recognition than women of color. Yeah. And on that note, on that note, I'd like to mention the fact that there's this notion that black women are ghetto or just women of color in general are ghetto. Um, since a black woman is maybe called ghetto for embracing their culture being, or being outspoken or being passionate on what they believe in, et cetera, their blackness or their culture becomes frowned upon. Mm-hmm. Black, black women teach their children to act classy or to talk right. Since the way a black woman would act within their own community would be frowned upon or deemed intimidating or unprofessional in the workplace or other institutions. And it's, it's highly ironic. I find it very ironic since black pop culture in and of itself is like highly admired. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but basically to conclude... Um, that same UPenn study states, racism and the patriarchy are not two separate institutions that inter- intersect only in the lives of black women. In fact, they are two interrelated, mutually supporting systems of domination, and their relationship is essential to understanding the subordination of all women. Mm-hmm.